0: This is the Guardians and Gladiators podcast, a special Olympics based show with your hosts, Lozy and Coach.
1: And here we are, and welcome to this week's episode of Guardians and Gladiators. I'm your host, Lozy, and always with me is my coach. How are you?
0: Excellent, Lozy. How are you today?
1: Pretty good. Wicked, wicked. But how did you like the weather today? Oh, I loved it.
0: I love the snow. <laughs> I love the snow. I'm a, I'm a northern kid. Yeah. So snow is all good for me. <laughs> um. Anything interesting happening today?
1: No. 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 Well, there is
0: something interesting. What were you doing today? What were you dropping off?
1: Oh, the Tim Horton donuts started today. Right. For and special Olympics.
0: There it is, right there. And
1: choose to include. Choose
0: to include. That's right. And so, what's special about those donuts? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I believe the proceeds go the to pro- Special Olympics. yeah. <laughs> funny guy all right well let's get into it here um why don't you introduce our guest he is joining us from out of town go ahead
1: today our guest he was a former kingston front neck in the early 90s he's the first player to go back-to-back 100 point seasons the first one not just in the OHL but in the canadian hockey league itself to win back-to-back humanity awards Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show, Kelly Corpse.
2: Hey guys, how are you? Thanks for having me on. <laughs> Thank you Thank for coming. Great for
0: you to join us here. Yeah. So, former OHL player.
1: Former OHL player. Yeah.
0: You were drafted second round by? Montreal you know Canadiens. Montreal, <laughs> Montreal Canadiens. What did you think of that? Were you a Montreal f- fan when you were uh, younger?
2: I wasn't. That's, that's, uh, I grew up a Leaf fan. Um, my dad was a Daryl Sittler fan, so he kind of preached that. And, um, I actually played in an under 18 tournament in Japan, um, the year, basically the year before my draft. And, uh, uh, my agent told me after playing for them, he's like, uh, he's like, can you speak French? And I was like, no, not one bit. And he goes, well, you better learn because uh, uh, Montreal really likes you and they're probably going to draft you. And so, sure as heck, they, uh, they drafted me. So, But it was an honor. It was an honor regardless just to get drafted to the NHL. But yeah. obviously, I wish it was anybody but Montreal. <laughs>
1: Especially
0: as a Leafs
2: fan, absolutely. That's right.
1: <laughs> with that, With that Jeff in, that tournament in Japan, one of his team yeah. line was Paul Korea.
0: Nice. That's
2: right. Yes. Yeah, we had a pretty good team. We had uh, Paul Korea was on the team, Mike Pekka, Chris Pronger. Holy cow. Um, Rob Niedemeyer. Yeah. Well we had uh we had a pretty good squad. Wow. Yeah. Now yeah. that was um
0: now I noticed that you were on with Team Canada, so I'm assuming that's what it was with, correct?
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so um so they have two different versions, right? They they would have the Olympic team which is the Olympic years and then they'd have yep. the national team which uh, I played on which was a non-Olympic year.
0: Right. So those were any major tournaments that you played in cuz the first uh, and again, I'm just looking at stats here. The first time that you were on the Team Canada, it only showed one game played. So was that Yep. The one so- in-
2: yeah, I was playing uh, junior hockey and what they did was they used to travel around Canada in non-Olympic years and uh, whatever city they stopped in they chose one player from that junior team okay. to play for their team that night. So when they oh, played okay. in Kingston, I got the game uh, to play with them. So
0: Gotcha, gotcha, okay. Because the next time, the next year, the two years after when you were on Team Canada, you played a heck of a lot more games.
2: <laughs> yeah, I played <laughs> a lot more games. I didn't play a lot of shifts because yeah. I was only 19 at the time and… Right. Uh, we had a, a bunch of older fellows on the team, but, okay. uh, yeah, we were based out of Calgary and I lived in Calgary for, uh, half the year and we played in the Spangler cup, which I guess would be the biggest tournament. Okay. And, uh, and then about halfway through the year, I went back to Kingston to, uh, um, finish off my overage year. So
0: nice.
1: Cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Cause you had a pretty, well, I guess the first couple of years in Kingston weren't the greatest, but the last couple of years, um, obviously with the two back-to-back hundred plus seasons, 100 point plus seasons I'd say you did pretty well
2: well I appreciate that it's a tough starting when I first went there um I think our our first year we won 15 games and the second year we only won 16 games so Mm -hmm. it was a tough sled in there and then we got a new coach in there um and just changed the attitude and the character of the the team and uh we were able to uh play a lot better that's for sure which helped out individual stuff as well
0: nice right on yeah yeah um before we actually get any further and i gotta get better at this we do um a segment called um dad joke of the day now obviously you being a dad um having two kids (laughs) you might appreciate this and i looked long and hard of all five minutes uh to find a a hockey one Time
1: for the dad joke of the day. This is (laughs) the.
0: You're just on the edge of your seat here waiting for it. You've got a big
2: intro going into this one. It better be good.
0: (laughs) Oh, oh, it's so terrible. Uh, So what happened on the uh, hockey charter flight out of uh, Winnipeg? What happened? (laughs) All of the hockey players were seated according to the position they play. One of them almost froze because they were uh, on the left wing
2: oh my god that's crazy Sugar. (laughs) that's a dad joke absolutely 100% a dad joke (laughs) exactly
0: (laughs) thought you'd appreciate that Yeah. yeah beautiful i was gonna do i was i had another one i might as well say it anyways but you've probably heard this one why does the hockey rink get hot after the game why all the fans left
2: <laughs> that's not bad actually that's all right
1: one for two is not bad
2: yeah. <laughs>
1: one
0: for two. yeah i got i i love the groaners those ones are are usually the best but yeah that one's good you could use that one with your uh with your kids i'm sure they'd like that one
2: 100 <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> percent.
0: So what are you doing these days um, apart from coaching?
2: Uh, a few things, really. Uh, last year, um, I coached a minor hockey team, and I uh, kind of gave up coaching minor hockey to to try to coach the Norwich Merchants, which obviously is a little messed up at this situation. But mm-hmm. I also run a hockey school. I don't know if you can see my hat, but it says uh, Dead Man it. Hockey on it. and yep. uh, So I run some clinics here in Woodstock, and... Uh, um, just a lot of puck control and uh, edge work, and uh, um, besides that, you know what? My uh, my oldest boy's playing hockey in the states, so pretty lucky we get to watch him on uh, YouTube every Friday and Saturday. Oh, cool! And uh, that's about it, really. Like yeah. my life is pretty quiet. Um, it was a little more hectic back when I knew Chris, that's for sure. But uh, <laughs> it's a lot more quiet now. So yeah, yeah. We should
0: maybe get into that a little bit there. <laughs> <laughs> When uh,
2: when did you meet
0: Chris? Two
1: thousand
2: and four. Yeah, two thousand and four. Yeah. We uh, through community living, and uh, um, we I just had some Arby's. Much time. We
1: went to Arby's the first. Time yeah, because you met. made
2: me go to Arby's. You want? <laughs> you made me go to Arby's because
1: I said, "Where do you want to go?" <laughs> That was the first thing that came up.
2: Yeah, Arby's. Because you knew you got, I think you got two burgers for the price of one. That's what you told me, but I ended up paying both of them. (laughs) You bugger. That was the deal. It was funny funny the first time I met him, though, because uh, when I went to Community Living and uh, they were teaming us up with, uh, I went with a buddy of mine and they were teaming us up with our our guys. And uh, um, so I'm talking to the lady and I could just hear Chris's laugh down the hall and I, I start giggling kind of by myself with the lady. and she goes, well, you can keep laughing because Chris is your guy, <laughs> you know, so then Chris comes in, he's got the laugh and uh, we got along pretty good because we had some similar interests right? right? Like hockey and yep. uh, and he likes Arby's, so we're all set. So. <laughs> I mean, it's hard not to like Arby's, right? No. That's right. You can chatter. <laughs> That's good. Are you still police officer? yeah, so I got hired in uh two thousand and five with toronto police and uh um, and then uh I decided to transfer uh, about three years later um just to be closer to home because I was driving from London to Toronto to work, and they were working seven seven shifts uh in the afternoon, seven on midnights. And, uh, it was just too much on the family. And, uh, with my two young boys, uh, growing up, I had to get back and I wanted to see them quite a bit. So now I'm in Brantford and I've been there, I guess I've been a police officer now for about 17 or 18 years. So, wow, that's not bad. Yeah. What's that commute?
0: Like that, that's not too bad from Woodstock,
2: right? No, it's not bad at all. 25 minutes. So oh, and it's, right. uh, it's kind of nice though, after your work, right. To unwind a little bit. So, yeah. Yeah, I yeah, know. I
0: I've definitely done well done the drive to Waterloo every day. So it is nice too. (laughs) (laughs) It does get a little long, especially in the wintertime, but yeah, the, uh, the unwind for sure. I can definitely uh, agree with that. Nice. Um, Now going back to your company there, the dead man hockey. um, How did that come about? And like, obviously you did say that you do like edge work and stick handling and stuff like that. So what uh, expand on that?
2: So I had a hockey school a long time ago, and then I kind of shut it down as I got busy at work and the kids were growing up. But uh, um, my son and I decided that because our last name being corpse Mm -hmm. and corpse being a dead body, we decided to call it dead man. And uh, we came up with the logo and uh, our big thing is Woodstock's a small community. It's a single A, double A center. Mm -hmm. And uh, we wanted to be able to give triple A caliber instruction Mm -hmm to single a level players that might not have the opportunity to go to those high level camps. And, uh, we've been very fortunate. The, the, um, the hockey community around here has really bought into it. And Mm -hmm. anytime we put ice time out, it's, it's filled quickly. And, uh, um, just a different range, right, right from house league, um, you know, right up to some triple A kids. So been really lucky and, uh, it's actually taken off fairly well. And we're looking to, Hopefully expand maybe in the next year or so into some clothing and uh, I'm yeah. you know, selling hats and and mm-hmm. uh, and things like that. So, yeah. um, buddies are always good. It's, it's just yeah. fun. Yeah, it's a it's a fun adventure with our family, right? Awesome. Like, so it, it's it's been nice. Yeah,
0: that's cool. I did notice that um, one of your coaches is a figure skater, and I think that's really unique. That you yeah. have a figure skater for like edge work and stuff like that. That's that's really smart.
2: Well, she's uh it's actually my wife and oh, she's okay. the best skater in our family. Yeah. I've played pro hockey, my son's played college hockey yeah. and she could skate rings around us. Yeah. It's uh for hockey players, if you don't have a figure skater teaching you, yeah. Uh, you, you're not really learning the proper way to use your edges. is yes. the way I look at it.
0: Yeah. No, that's yeah. really smart. No, yeah. I think uh more more schools should definitely uh do that. Do that, but let's not, you know, Put that out there, right? You want
1: to <laughs> yeah. corner that
0: market there? <laughs> the Sequel <secrets> here, right? <laughs> That's what we do.
1: <laughs> no, that's
2: cool. That's really neat.
1: So that's Colt. That's down in St. Louis, right?
2: Yeah, correct. Yeah, good. Good, uh, good investigation there, buddy. Good yeah, job.
1: I chatted with him a few times over Twitter. So
2: uh, have you? Good for yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's uh, he's doing well. He's in his. Uh, Second year of college down there and uh uh really enjoying it. And uh, you know, he wants to be a teacher or, or possibly a lawyer when he gets out, so we'll see which avenue he takes. But uh good life experience for him. He was when he was in his teens, uh he actually lived in Cleveland for uh two years at prep school and uh so he's he's been pretty fortunate that he's been able to travel over the country and uh and see different things. So
1: Yeah. It's cool. And I think before the pandemic, Kingston drafted him as well?
2: Yeah, Kingston drafted him. And then uh, he went to uh, two camps and uh, uh, he could have went back for a third camp but decided to keep his college eligibility open because he's a dual citizen yeah. and uh, decided to go to the States and get schooling. So um, we've kind of pushed schooling with my wife being a teacher yep. and uh, – um how important it is nowadays to have an education yeah. and uh, um we're
0: lucky he took that pass so nice so does he play in NCAA or is it just like a local yep. college yeah. route? Yeah.
2: yeah he plays uh, plays college hockey down there so um they're right now they're um like a division 3 school but they're mm-hmm. They're trying because of uh, the expansion into Division One. Mm-hmm. They're trying to get to Division One. Most likely, it'll be a year after he's done there, ah. so won't won't have the option. But right. uh, it's a it's a real nice school, though. Yeah,
0: still D three hockey's. That's that's still really competitive. Yeah. So nothing to yeah, uh, shy away from. Hockey. Um. Now you have played in numerous leagues across North America and the world. Um. Yeah. What was some of your favorite leagues or what was your favorite league to play in?
1: Once he told me Italy.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Italy was nice. You're right. Italy, Italy was really pretty. Yeah. Um, I really, in Europe, I really enjoyed Germany mm-hmm. the way we were, uh, the way we were treated. Yeah. Um, I was about, uh, two hours outside Munich. Um, but probably the, the two best spots that I ever played minor pro hockey was, uh, Fort Wayne, Indiana in the United league. And, uh, uh, wheeling west virginia which most people would think wheeling west virginia like seriously they have a hockey team i there was gonna to to say <laughs> that sounds like a really 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 small town it's crazy but it's uh it was uh, the first place i played and it was uh, probably the most fun i've had playing hockey and it's uh west it's it's probably about 45 minutes away from pittsburgh oh wow um, okay So that's where we used to practice when Mario and uh, Yager were there. So we got to watch them practice before us. And uh, so it's kind of neat. Yeah. That's really cool. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) How about you, Chris? What have you been up to?
1: Well, let's see. I did uh, 2015. I was part of a team Canada golf team that went to South Carolina. Nice. One came 18th out of 150 golfers.
2: Yeah, you good know. for you, bud.
1: Been to numerous Z-pull. provincial games for floor hockey. Yeah,
2: I yeah. knew you, you liked the floor hockey. So, yeah, well, what did,
0: what did we do this past weekend?
1: Oh, we went to Scarborough, won silver there in that tournament.
2: Good for you. Yeah, That's coaching
1: amazing. in George Bray hockey.
2: Yeah. So is that your coach right there then for the yeah. floor hockey? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So does he put you on the bench quite a bit or do yeah. you get some playing time? Yeah. <laughs> he what, gets a little bit.
1: One one shift of game. <laughs> there you go.
2: Hiding <laughs> out the water bottle bottles.
1: But that guy, that guy needs his rest. <laughs> <laughs> i give him the gears.
2: <laughs> oh geez!
1: i get the first three minutes and that's it i i need to sit <laughs>
2: there you go man. you're just a blue guy right just keep the team going that's right I'm like Lozy, you're dogging it get yeah. on the bench <laughs> i love it that's amazing
0: <laughs> yeah i think he's oh, found out that uh coach is a little different on uh on the bench as he is on
2: the uh couch yeah. so He obviously likes you, so he must respect you quite a bit.
0: Yeah, he does. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, he gives it to me as much as I give it to him, so it's.
1: Yeah, my got a daughter. She's ten now. Wow. She has uh, disabilities as well. Okay. She also plays George for hockey. So. Oh, nice. Yeah.
2: If you don't mind me asking, what what disability, Chris?
1: Um, she has global delays okay yeah okay. slower than yeah, yeah. slower than the other a normal but she it's just fun she's fun well,
2: that's good well you knew that ty has autism yep. right my young yep. boy so yeah so i i understand what uh, you know some of the things that you have to deal with but you know what it's still your kid at the end of the day right you yep. always love them yeah for sure
1: yeah
0: Yeah. i was gonna ask um i was gonna you know touch on that, obviously um mm-hmm. what uh like do you do anything with like Special olympics or or hockey or anything with him or we tried,
2: yeah, he's more of uh um, he's a computer guy, okay, um and he's very he's very creative at uh creating things. he's starting to do his own YouTube channel, yeah, and then uh, he's starting to get some hits in that, but okay. we tried about hockey when he was younger and he was actually a pretty decent skater, but yep. Um, he told us the ice was too slippery (laughs) Yeah, and then we try to join him up for the special Olympics, but, uh, he just never wanted to do it. And it's too bad because he's a, he's a great runner. He's six foot five. Wow. You know, so he's a, he's a big boy and, uh, but just not into sports. Like even when he would go to the rink to watch his brother play, he was on his computer, but yeah, he's, uh. He's doing well. He's got himself a girlfriend now, and uh, he's in love, so we're super happy for him. <laughs> so how old is he now? He's 20. Okay. Wow.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, what's his YouTube channel? We'll uh, we'll plug it on our on our
2: Facebook page. It's, uh, he's got like three different ones. I believe it's uh, ties, ties videos. You okay. know what? I'll send it to you. All right. Because he's got two or three, and he switches them all the time because uh, – okay he had one and it got so many hits but he kind of got embarrassed about the content because it was kind of he thought childish okay so then he got rid of it and then he's got another one so okay i think it's mr ty's videos Mister yeah but right. i'm not sure but he's uh he loves doing it and he's yeah. he's amazing at it yep
0: yeah it, it it's fun i know i have one but it's mostly just for doing silly stuff but I mean if he, hey, if he can make some money off it good for him
1: yeah
2: Mr. yeah he's uh <laughs> i think he's i think he's made a little bit, but uh yeah. he just he never seems to go through with it, but I think eventually with his girlfriend's starting to uh push him towards that way okay. and uh so I think he'll probably get into it quite a bit nice
1: yeah, cool. yeah, that's pretty good
0: and yeah, uh
2: so him him and Colt always got along when they were when they were younger, or you know what um I couldn't ask for a better older son. He, yeah. uh, obviously very protective, but, uh, just guided him through. Like th- them being only a couple years apart, it, it, uh, really worked out where Colt would establish himself at school. Mm-hmm. Ty would come in and kind of blend him in. And, uh, um, same thing with high school, right? Yes. And, uh, Colt and his friends have treated him great. And it's, uh, you know, what, one time we, they told us Ty wouldn't talk, right? Mm-hmm. And, then they told us that, uh, he wouldn't able to be loving, you know, and all those things aren't true. The yeah. Kid talks. He's smart as a whip. He's yeah. loving, you know? So, um, I don't know, super, super proud and, uh, super fortunate. So awesome. Yeah.
0: And is he in school or has he done like post-secondary at Western or, you know, any kind of university <laughs> he- or college?
2: he got his uh um diploma from high school and then he was going to go to Fanshawe, um but then he decided the last moment that he wanted to take a couple years off and now he's just working at canadian tire and uh um just enjoying life a little bit so i'm not sure he knows exactly what he wants to take so yeah 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 that's nice
0: i mean i'm pretty old and i still don't know what i want to do when i grow up
2: We got the podcast, you guys are rolling. That's yeah. true. That's true. Yeah. We're
0: on our way to monetize it. It's getting there. It's slowly there go. There, But
1: it will get there. Good for you guys.
0: It's 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 a big change from when it initially started. I know.
1: Yeah, I, when I when I just started, it was just over Zoom, hit the record button, and you only hear the volume.
0: No no Whoa, video. Man. Yeah. 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 So it it was, it was with, uh, Chris and, uh, the original host was, um, a police officer from here in London, uh, Derek Spence with the torch run now. So.
2: Okay. Nice. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But, uh, yeah. Speaking of torch run, do you, have you ever done anything with that or?
2: I have not. No, no, I haven't, uh, had the opportunity to do that. So, Hmm. and I'm not sure how far I could run anyways. I'm, Chris always, Chris was talking about the fat guy needs a break. Well, this fat guy would need a lot of breaks. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Why are you laughing at me, Chris? <laughs>
1: no. <laughs>
2: no, but I, I try to get involved in the community as much as I can. Obviously, with being as busy as I am, as I have been, I haven't gotten involved as much as I'd like to, but, uh, um, you know, the people that do do it, they, they do a great job and, you know, it's, uh, one of Ty's friends, uh, plays, uh, special in the special Olympics and basketball and stuff and mm-hmm. absolutely loves it. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. This ever-
1: thing that yeah, I got, I got into. Yeah.
0: Yeah. For sure. Yeah, it's great. I, I I'm also, I mean, he calls me coach obviously cuz I'm coach of the floor hockey team, but I do coach other special olympic stuff as well. So, I've been involved for a couple of years now. So, it's it's been awesome. Absolutely. Nice. Yeah. How'd you get involved? Um, a buddy of mine that I coached um hockey with. Um, like we coached a local competitive team here in London. Um Yeah. And uh he used to um coach golf. And uh had just nothing but great things to say about it and uh i was kind of done coaching with uh after the pandemic hit and i asked him to put me in touch with somebody and and how it was and yeah that's pretty much it amazing
2: yeah yeah started off with
1: Mm -hmm. one sport and got (laughs) You're the new floor, floor hockey coach. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I started out strictly in powerlifting and then I got <laughs> roped in to be an assistant
0: with, with the floor hockey. And then, uh, the floor hockey coach is like, okay, you want to be the the head coach now? And I'm like, okay. <laughs>
1: and that's it.
0: And that's it. And I, that's amazing. Yeah. I do track in the track and field in the summertime and, uh, volleyball as well.
2: Well good for you. Well, thanks for your time, man. That's amazing. Yeah. It's yeah. it's been great. Uh, nothing but
0: love
1: with been a great ride so far. So far. It's <laughs> been
0: pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: that's
0: crazy. Yeah. Um Yep.
1: Yeah. Oh.
0: No. Okay. Um, well,
1: maybe. Go ahead. Are you allowed to talk about what's going on?
2: Oh, with the Norwich situation? Yes. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. It's uh, it's been an extremely long process. It's been about uh, seven to eight months now, and it's uh, it all started with my son. I don't know if you guys read the article in yes. the in the that's, paper by any chance, yeah. but it all started with my son running uh, a skate in the summer, like he's done for years. Mm-hmm. The only thing that's changed is. Uh, last February, I was hired to coach Norwich Merchants, who is a rival with the Woodstock Navy Vets, and it's about 20 minutes apart. So, um, the owner of Woodstock, actually, I I coached him mm-hmm. in Junior C for a little bit, and uh, I reached out to him and said, "Hey, my son's running a skate like again this year, and wanted me to reach out to you to see if any of your players want to come out for a skate." And he's like, you know what, Corpsey, I'll uh, get back to you. And uh, it sounds good, but I'll get back to you. And I said, okay, well, here's my son's information. Let him know. Yep. And uh, so my son started to have his skates. And uh, <clears throat> about a month into his skates, I get a call from the league commissioner. And he wants to talk to me. And he talked to me and didn't think anything of it. And then I uh, went to Cuba. And while I was in Cuba, uh, I found out I had been suspended for a year. So That's crazy. Um Woodstock kids. Uh, yeah. Oh my God. So Woodstock basically uh um put in a complaint that I was tampering with two of their players. Um if that person walked through my front door right now, I still wouldn't know what they look like. So yeah, um it was my son skates. He collected the money, um, he organized the players, yep. but um I'm thinking it's a little bit of sour grapes because most of the local kids here in Woodstock now want to play in Woodstock or want to play in Norwich. And uh, that's not a Norwich problem or a my problem. That's a Woodstock problem. Yeah. They they finished first place last year. Yeah. And 75% of their team left. Wow. So what's that telling you? Yeah, no kidding. So, uh, it, But right it, now we're at the oh, – Well, go ahead, Chris.
1: Isn't one of the – one of the players did ask for a trade way before this skate even happened.
2: That's true. He asked for a trade in uh, – April and, uh, Colt skates weren't until June. Mm -hmm. And I actually text the owner in May. So kind of the timeline doesn't really add up in their favor, but, um, and I think the biggest thing out of this whole thing is, um, they never asked us for any evidence or any input. Yeah. They just listened to what Woodstock said, suspended us for a year, find our team like $7,000 and at no time have they asked for um our story or any evidence that we have and fortunately i'm a i'm a pack rag and when i get sent messages i keep them yeah so i have absolutely everything saved on my phone and my Mm -hmm. son's the same way so we have records showing that you know his bank statements his kids depositing money in his bank we have um people writing letters stating that they skate with colt and not norway so it's yeah it's kind of ridiculous to be honest with you yeah. It's, uh um, but you coaching hockey, you know how these organizations work, and yeah. if they say something, most of the time people aren't going to argue it yeah they're just going to uh, say, well, they must be right, but yeah. in a lot of cases they're not and but with their bylaws and uh, what you can't uh, what you can appeal and what you can't appeal is yeah. uh, you can't even appeal the offense they want you to appeal the process what? well if they haven't given you um if they haven't given you due process how are you supposed to appeal that write the process right so it's they make it extremely hard for for normal people Um, i was lucky enough to have legal counsel right so and he guided me through it and my background in policing i know a lot of bylaws yeah no no kidding yeah
0: and like i i read the read the article and and to be honest i'm i'm actually impressed with what they actually put in the article because normally if it's a london free press article it they it tends to sometimes be a little bit of a hit piece but um i mean for for people who don't actually read articles optically obviously it looks bad but again if you read the full article it goes right into it and it it seems that the whole sentencing, the the suspension seems very vindictive or, you know, against either you or the team. Again, that's just kind of what I got out of it. I don't know if that's the case, obviously, because we don't know, but that's kind of how it sounded.
2: Well, I appreciate you saying that because there are things underlying that are happening mm-hmm. that. People don't want to talk about sure. but it's, it's in plain sight, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's pretty, it's pretty obvious why, uh, without saying too much, it's, there's other stuff going on than yep. what's in that article. Yep. And it's, I did a radio, a radio show today out of Kitchener mm-hmm. and, uh, the guy, uh, Mike Farwell, who does the OHI uh, podcast. I thought and stuff, we and, were the
1: first ones. <laughs> <We're close. laughs>
2: <We're close. laughs> well, you guys actually were the first ones to ask me, but yeah. he, uh, he got hold of me, but he, uh, he actually said after my interview was done, um, when he cut away, he said on the radio that what you're saying, there's a lot more that's going on yeah. here than meets the eye. Yeah, and there
0: is. Yeah, it de- it definitely seems that way. Because um, even still, from from what I've read and, and understand, even in normal circumstances, like you should only be getting, again, if this is valid, uh, a ten yeah. game suspension, not not a whole year.
2: And and that's the thing. Even if I got a ten game suspension, that's I'd probably first fight time just offense. as hard. Yeah, yeah, I would. I would probably fight just as hard because, like, I was swearing my kids. Never talked to those players. Never received an email. Yeah. Never made a phone call. But I, like I said earlier today, they they actually have um, the PJHL handed out a ten game suspension a few years ago mm-hmm. for tampering. Yeah. It was a coach in a bar sitting with a player from another team. And they were talking about him coming to play for them.
1: <laughs> wow. Yeah. He
2: got 10 games. He got 10 games and they have it on camera and everything. And they have nothing with me on camera. Yeah. They have no emails, no text messages, but I get a year suspension. Yeah. I know why, like I know a hundred percent why, mm-hmm. but how do you come out and say that and have them think, oh, you're just making it. Yeah. I know 100% why they're doing it. Yeah. So. Yeah. And and
0: that that sucks. But again, you know, you're fighting the good fight. So again, I that that it. that precedence definitely should have should have held up. Like what you were doing was definitely not, you know, you weren't doing anything. Period. What that that other guy was doing that did get the suspension. Yeah, that is hardcore
1: <laughs>
0: tampering. Here, let me take you out to a restaurant and a bar, buy you drinks, that and say, bill. come
2: <laughs> come and play with me. Yeah.
1: <laughs> who paid that bill? <laughs>
2: Take that, but yeah, I guess the the why I'm fighting so hard now. Listen, there's there's ten games left in the air, and there's and we got playoffs. So yeah. if I got back in a couple of games, then maybe I could salvage it. But yeah. it's happened before me. It's happened to me now, and it's going to happen again after me if we don't step up and do something. So yeah. I'm basically fighting for the next guy, and you uh, know I'll take my licks, and yeah. you know what I've dealt with worse people than the guy that I'm dealing with, but I've never seen people actually this vindictive. Yeah. And I mean, it's, uh, it's gone through the OHA. Yeah. Um, they wrote up several documents that stated that the PGHL had no process in place to be able to handle a tampering case, Yeah, but still voted in their favor. So now I'm at the OHF and uh, um, we just sent in our submission actually tonight. Yeah and uh, we're supposed to hear um early this week if our appeal is going to be accepted and what's yeah. going on so yeah
0: so now if if the appeal does go through then um is there any kind of like retroactive you know i don't want to say like penance for you or not penance isn't the right word but you kind of know what i'm getting at though right
2: i get i get what you're saying um or they're just going to come out they- with a
0: half-assed apology and
2: <laughs> well I think there it's a bigger issue, and I think uh, even if they came, they've got two options, right? They can send me to a hearing, then they can decide after the hearing, or yeah. they can just get rid of the situation, say you're back to coaching, yeah. moving on. But yeah. I think they have to really address um, the other the, 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 the issue here. We, yeah. We've seen Hockey Canada, we've seen all the stuff that they've hit over the years and how mm-hmm. they've how they've operated. Mm-hmm. Well, if the biggest biggest uh, organization in our country for hockey is acting that way. How do you think the lower levels are going to be acting right? So I'm hoping that they really look into um, some of these leagues and the people that are running it because the people that are running it doesn't just because you're a commissioner or you're a president doesn't give you the right to step on somebody to do somebody a favor or a personal issue. Mm -hmm. You have to do things the right way. That's why you were put into place. And I really think that, Um, hockey needs an independent arbitrator that watches like a watchdog watching over these companies. Because at the end of the day, they're collecting money off every kid that plays hockey.
0: Yep, a lot of money.
2: Yeah. That's right. And if we're not watching over them, are they just the people that are handing out trophies at the end of the year or are they actually people that are solving problems? Yeah. Like the OHA in their last message they sent to me, they said – We've wasted enough time on this issue. We have other serious issues that we need to deal with. So you're telling me (laughs) my organization that contribute to the OHA and the OHF. You're telling me our time's not valuable. So that's what it sounds like. Just just some ignorance that's been going around. So
1: what's the other bigger issues that they have? Where's the uh, pizza party? Year and pizza party going to be at?
2: That's a big issue. You gotta yeah. know where that is. Yeah, we're, we're where done. we're gonna
1: get the pizza and where we're gonna have it.
2: <laughs> you know what? That's crazy. I would hate to have you on my team because I know <laughs> we'd be hitting Arby's pizza places. Yeah. Remember when we were hanging out? It cost me an arm and a leg. That's oh, why I had it to take did that much. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm.
0: uh, he wasn't there before our uh, last week before this past tournament. I told the team no junk food over the week. Leading up there. to the tournament, <laughs> lucky bugger wasn't there. <laughs> oh, that's great! <laughs> <laughs> Although he did throw up on the way home. Yeah, it was the bus. Yeah, I was hoping that I just rain you <laughs> that much.
1: <laughs> it was the bus. <laughs> it was a school yeah. bus. Come on! Wow. Yeah. It was. It was a step above a well, school Mr. bus.
2: skittles you threw into you.
1: Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Back and a half,
0: yeah, yeah, Back and <laughs> a half. That's yeah, not skittles. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, that no, sucks. I, you know, I I do hope for the best because uh, that's that's a really and you know, pardon the language, I'll probably beep it out after. That's a really shitty deal. Um, yeah, and you know, especially because like <laughs> you just got hired as the coach, and you know, yeah,
2: that's right.
0: Like, uh, no, you-
2: it's, it's it sucks because you know what, Norwich is such a good organization; they treat everybody. Such a small community, and they, yeah. they treat the kids like gold and yeah. uh, the coaches and that. And uh, I just feel bad, honestly, for my wife. Yeah. Um, I've probably been a bear for about seven months because uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't think anybody likes to get uh, pushed around, especially when, when they feel they've done nothing wrong. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, it's, it's kind of a crappy situation, but you know what? People go through crappy situations all the time, and you have to learn to deal with it. Yeah um you need to educate people on on certain situations when you can and uh i'm hoping that with the newspaper articles and the radio spots and coming onto your guys podcast and that it it educates people a little bit to, to keep up the fight and yeah. uh um not just take a punishment take a look at it and see if uh there's things that have done wrong and uh um kind of move on that way yeah for sure
1: yeah
0: well like i said best of luck on that i guess we should yeah. probably move on to Back to some lighter topics. topics? <laughs> now that we had that serious <laughs> serious deep talk there. Um, I, I had a question that was... Um, it, now, it's, again, it's going to be a little bit of a stretch to go back that far. Um,
1: sure. He's smart. He knows, <laughs> he knows his stuff. All
0: right. Now, I don't know how often you did when you were playing with Kingston, but what was it like playing against the Knights? Um, and then if you played against them now, what would be a difference? What do you think?
2: Um, you know what? Probably playing the Knights was the toughest for me. They weren't, they weren't a great team when I was in Kingston, but um, growing up watching them, um, I idolized some of the players that were on their team. Yeah, because you're um, originally from London. That's right. Yeah, so, I mean, when I came back, they actually treated me pretty good. I was nervous. Never had real great games against London just because I think of the nerves, but... Um yeah and I I think the main difference now between um are you talking the main difference in hockey or the main difference between the knights?
1: Um I
2: yeah I guess a little bit of both. Yeah. Okay. Well obviously the main thing with hockey is the skill level. I don't think the IQ's gone up. I honestly don't think uh um I don't think the creativity even though they're more skilled. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure that there's the same creativity than when we played, mm-hmm. um, but they're definitely faster, definitely more skilled. Yeah. Um, I think the difference with the knights, it's it's pretty simple. It's the hunters. Yeah. You know, uh, since they took over, they've just created a different culture. Yeah. Um, Mark Hunter might be the hardest working guy in hockey. Uh, I remember when my son was playing, he wouldn't just go and watch the midget draft kids. He would be there watching. You know, ban them kids, mm-hmm. just to keep an eye on them for a couple years down the line. So, there's no, there's uh, there's no doubt in my mind that that's had a, a huge effect on the talent that showed up in London. Like I always explain to people, like my son's draft year, um, no one really knew who Liam Foodie was. Mm. You know, no one really talked about him. Um, they were always talking about these other players out of Toronto, and uh, uh, when the Knights draft him in the first round. Pe- I remember kids, uh, my kids' age, were saying like, "Who's this kid?" Well, obviously, Mark and Dale did their homework and they found a diamond in the rough because yep. the kid's a heck of a hockey player, right? So. Yeah,
0: yeah, which is like yeah. half their team all, almost all the time.
2: yeah that's right.
0: Yeah, I think we we had uh, Mike Stubbs on before, and he was talking about oh yeah the uh, the Knights and how the majority of like the what was it the the spread of their players versus the rest of the OHL who get drafted or play in the NHL. And it was like a night and day difference. Yep. Like I think it was like they averaged like 20 some odd players or 15 to 20 players.
1: Almost a whole team.
0: Almost a whole team every year would either be playing in professional or, or close to NHL or drafted by the NHL versus like five for the rest of the other teams.
2: Yeah. yeah, it's, you know what, there's there's a lot to be said about a culture and a coach. And, uh, you know, what you do off the ice, what you do on the ice, and you prepare these kids to be pros. And I think once they walk into that dressing room, um, I think Dale obviously prepares them to be pros. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and it's the quality of kids that he finds. Like I'm telling you, Mark Hunter's the hardest working guy in hockey. And I am... I really believe that Toronto made a ginormous mistake letting him go. Mm-hmm. I think that team would be a different team and we would have some more playoff wins if he was with the Leafs because yeah. he knows how to put a team together. Yeah. It's not all about having the top skilled guys. Yeah. You need a little bit of everything, right? Yeah. So
1: he would have kept Nienlander back home.
2: <laughs> yeah, the, Billy. I'm not a big fan of Billy.
1: Yeah. Billy
2: Nylander, yeah he would room.
1: he would have kept him. In Sweden, then yeah. giving him a ten million dollars. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. He probably nothing. wouldn't.
0: Yeah, I know. There, there's a few players on that team that me and my son rag on. I'm, I'm like Chris. I'm a Red Wings fan, so we. Uh, oh, but my geez. son's a huge, there huge Toronto is. fan.
1: Oh geez.
0: Yeah, yeah. My They're son, one of those, losing-
1: he's one of those guys. Yeah. Oh geez.
0: <laughs> You're
2: losing Larkin. He's gonna be gone. That's good. That's kind of what I'm
1: thinking.
0: I don't know. Maybe we'll see.
1: That's a
2: good. I mean, it's. A, I think it's a good thing too. Yeah, I really do. Yeah, I think you'll get some good players for him.
0: Yeah, I don't think Stevie will be like, mm, yeah, you're not getting nine million, but
1: no, no, no. He'll,
0: he, Stevie will get. He
1: would send him pack.
0: No, Stevie will get uh, good value for for Larkin for sure. But uh, yeah, my uh, my son and I, we always rag on uh, Willie and and a couple other players. <laughs> but uh, like, oh my god, even just like the last night, it was funny because they were they were showing on on the broadcast, you know. Uh, William Nylander was the only one at the, uh, the players uh, only, it was an optional skate for skills and drills at, uh, at the Toronto practice. And he was one of the only ones that were there. I'm like, Oh yeah, that's good. He should work on skills, you know, like shooting at the net. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, granted he's the, he he is like one of the leading scorers on the lease, but he can't hit the net worth
2: a damn. Yeah. (laughs) He's the most skilled guy on their team. It's just, it just seems like when they play those teams that are a little physical, he's mm-hmm. always the second one in the corner. Right? Yeah. He never, he never gets never there. Never gets there with his speed. Right? No, nope.
0: no. Nope. He could definitely get there. He's he's a big guy, but he doesn't throw his weight around. He doesn't, you know, grind. He's a big in the little corners. European. Yeah. <laughs> you got Don Cherry sitting beside your coach. I know. <laughs> he's not one of them good Canadian boys. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's funny. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Meanwhile, oh, wow, like again. Detroit is mostly Europeans yep. now, so
2: that's yeah. true. Most cider gotta love him.
0: Uh, he's really good, <laughs> he's yeah. really good. Cider yeah. and Lucas and or Lucas yeah. Raymond, and they're good. Yeah, those are good guys. Get rid of Bertuzzi and Larkin. Oh, yeah, that's fine.
2: Yeah, sounds they like should send him going packing. Too, yeah. they
1: should have sent him packing during the, the bubble.
2: Yep.
0: Um. So, with your hockey, obviously, you, you, I would say, had an illustrious career, obviously. Uh, unfortunately, you never made it to the NHL, but you did play for some AHL teams and, and the ECHL, so you're definitely right there. Um, now, your last year of playing senior A hockey, that was in, t- what did I say that, 2005,
2: right? Uh, yeah, I think probably. Yeah, I was at right. his
1: last game, I think, when you uh tore your knee.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, against uh, we
1: out in uh, Tilsonburg, there, yeah, yeah Tilsonburg thunder.
0: thunder. Uh, you played for the T burg Vipers,
2: uh, Vipers. Yep, T-Burg yeah, T Vipers at the time, yeah.
0: They're Thunder now,
1: Thunder oh, now? now, yeah, they're Thunder now. That's not what they're, yeah,
0: Tilsonburg um, Thunder, yeah, all right. <laughs> oh, yeah. <clears throat> I kind of like the Viper's better. That almost sounds better.
1: Takes me out to watch him play. Pulls his knee. That was <laughs> it.
2: Well, that was it. I'm like... You're I'll not welcome
1: hockey. back watching me again.
2: Um, bad luck. Throwing <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> well, Skittles on the ice. I probably tripped on it. It hurt my knee. Because you didn't buy... Kim Arby's.
1: That's why. He was the Arby's.
2: 100%. Well, I don't even know if he has a wallet or he just didn't come out. I'm not sure. He's a professional mooch. Oh, 100%. Get some change. <laughs> oh, my
0: God. Um, you led the team in points, I think, for the last two years on your. Yeah. Uh, on your senior A team. That's pretty impressive.
2: Yeah, it was fun. that you know what? The league was uh the league was actually pretty good at that time. They were uh most teams had uh two or three X NHL players and uh um a lot of guys that played in the East Coast and mm-hmm. uh I think with our team it was just myself and Corey Eisen that played at a different level, but most of the guys were uh just local kids and stuff. So we had a blast. Yeah. Good team and you know, so it was okay.
0: So since that was your, your last year, I was doing the math. You were 31 when you finished playing hockey yeah. at a, at a uh, pro, semi-pro level. So I guess at that point, I, Chris kind of answered that question. You, you injured yourself, but I was going to say, why did you decide to hang up your skates? But You
2: know what? It was, is part of it. it was funny because I, uh, I could have kept playing pro probably until I was 40. Um, I was in good enough shape and uh um was still putting up points and I remember getting a phone call my that summer from a team in Fresno and my wife was super excited. She was like, Let's go to Fresno, let's finish up there and you know what, I just I literally just had enough and I wasn't gonna play hockey at all, but um I didn't really have anything on the horizon for jobs. So I was kind of living off my last year's salary and uh um Tilsonberg called me and they're like, Listen, we'd like you to come play senior A. And I was like, I'm not playing senior A hockey. I'm I'm done. And they're like, I said, I'm looking for a job. And they're like, Hey, we'll get you a job. Um, we'll give you a little bit of money and uh what do you think? And I was like, Well, I've got nothing going. I might as well do it. So I, I played a couple of years and uh then got hired by the police and obviously I didn't want to get injured playing hockey where it was gonna affect uh yeah um being a police officer so I, I stepped away at that time but i probably I, I like i said i could have played until i was 40 at the time i was in great shape um after i stopped playing i i got out of shape so you get out of shape pretty quickly right so
0: yeah yeah just like all the other uh i'd say you're doing much better than like jeff o'neill or andrew or <laughs> the uh, O dog yeah <laughs> O dog and uh <laughs> and uh, Anthony Stewart there, I think uh, they got hit a little harder oh, than geez. than you did there. So, <laughs>
2: well, I've lost. Uh, it's funny because last three weeks I've probably lost about 18 pounds. I decided to to put myself on a diet, and I still got about another 15 to go. So, it's a it's a process, but you you can put the weight on fairly quickly. You know, and they call it what they call it? Police butt. I got yeah. a police butt. I'm sitting on <laughs> a cruiser all the time. A cruiser butt. Yeah. yeah. I
0: think a lot of us gained the uh, COVID-19 twice. So. Uh,
2: oh, cripes. Yeah. It's crazy, right? Yeah. When, when you're not busy, you just gain it. It's, it's so not easy. Good. Yep. Yeah. But that's good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've only got my last question, so it's all up to you.
1: What was one of like the oddest experiences? experience uh experienced in Kingston
2: one of the oddest experiences yeah
1: didn't you get suspended for something that you did not do there
2: oh no i got suspended for something i did do there <laughs> so um that was uh yeah i got suspended for throwing my stick and uh showed me the um, tape
1: and you told me not to laugh at him <laughs>
2: I know, and you laughed anyways. So
1: <laughs> I did.
0: <too. laughs> you know. Was it like a Sundin toss stick type oh, thing? It or? was
2: a javelin throw. I I would have. I probably would have won some sort of Olympics with the toss. I, <laughs> the referee called uh, um, a goal in overtime where they uh, they knocked our goalie over, and then they came in and potted. And it was against it was it was against Peterborough at the time, and we were battling for first place. And yeah. emotions just got got a hold of me, and I just javelined my stick in his direction and. Didn't hit him, but got a ten gamer out of it, and totally deserved it. And uh, the commissioner called me from the league, and super nice guy, David Branch. He explained yeah. to me that you know, he can't do that, yeah. and you know, and he asked me my my opinion and what happened. And I explained it to him, and I go, I totally get why I'm suspended for ten games. Like, just that's that's a commissioner super classy, right? Yeah. Explains it to you, you deserved it, and off you move, right? Yeah. But um. It's-
1: Showed me but a tape after him doing it, interview. He was like, don't you laugh at me. Well, okay.
2: <laughs> well, I thought you were going to bring up the wolf in Sudbury, Chris. I thought that's what you were going to ask me. <laughs> what Maybe. happened there? Well, do tell. Well, <laughs> uh, We have uh, – so you guys know Sudbury Arena. Yeah, they have, a, they have that stupid have wolf that wolf. takes
1: 10 minutes to reset every time they Yeah. Oh,
2: okay. So we, uh, we got into Sudbury um, on a Thursday night, and – it was my first year, and I don't know who came up with the idea, but we decided to get into the Sudbury Arena and uh, try to take the Wolf. So that was uh, – I'm pretty sure we got him for a little bit. and uh, But then their GM came uh, to the bus and said, let's get the Wolf back. So I think they took him out of the bathroom and brought him back. So. <laughs> because we were sick. I mean, we weren't a very good team, so that Wolf was coming across the ice like nine times a night, right? So oh, it wasn't man. good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like
0: it actually like comes
2: it, out
1: and it goes across the ceiling back. Oh, okay. But it takes like ten minutes <laughs> to like. <laughs> and it's a back real in. stuffed
2: wolf. Yeah, yeah, it's a real stuffed wolf that goes from one corner of the rink right down to the scoreboard, and and it howls. And we heard it like nine times that night. We're like, come on, we didn't want to hear it again, right? So,
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, that would do it. Oh it man,
1: is- takes ten minutes to set it back up.
2: <laughs> yeah i <laughs> know it's not cool oh it's not cool <laughs> that's
1: funny yeah uh, i'm done you're done <laughs> all right well um i have
0: one more question left and, and it's a question i ask uh, all of our guests here um you have two bowls in front of you what is your preference chips or sweets chips 100 percent. i got a little board i got a little chalkboard right here and it's got the uh oh, the yeah? counter of it yeah, yeah so
2: oh yeah i think when you're younger it's sweets and when you get older it's chips
0: i don't know oh uh, you know what i've always been a chips guy always yeah for
1: yep. Me.
2: <laughs> yep so and chris is taking a little bit of both brother. yeah he does yeah yep. there we go he's a savage <laughs> that one
1: I put out four bowls, two for the guest and two for me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's amazing.
1: Nothing's changed
0: then. Nothing's no, changed. No, nope. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, so going forward, I guess, what um what do you got going on with uh any uh your programs there with uh Man hockey? What's what's happening with that?
2: Uh currently we're running uh Tuesday night skates for uh, kids 2012 to 2014 um, at 4.15 p.m. And then on uh, the Wednesdays, we're running uh, camps for 2009 to – or sorry, 2009 to 2011. So uh, just two during the, the school season, and then uh, we start up again with our Sunday skates in uh, starting June 4th, and then we run some hockey schools in August. So we've right. got a couple summer teams that will be playing in Brantford and London yep. in May. Yep. And, uh, yeah, so pretty excited about, uh, the summer teams, the dead man hockey team. So me and my son get to coach together, which will be nice. So.
0: Sweet. And then, uh, if anybody wants to get in contact with you for that, what's the, uh, what's the best way?
2: Yeah, they can contact, uh, dead at gmail.com okay. and, uh, and basically we'll answer any questions they have. Um, they can just pump in dead man hockey into, uh, um the website and yep. uh it'll bring up all the information so Beautiful. it's uh pretty easy to to solve. I yep. mean, I'm not computer that great on the computer, so <laughs> my wife makes dumbs it down for me. <laughs>
0: Beautiful. Well, I'll make sure to uh put all those links in that to uh to your site there. that's um, amazing.
2: I appreciate it. Yeah,
0: no worries, man. It's uh it's been uh, a great talk and very nice to meet you. Um Yeah. Yeah. Chris was really excited to uh to have <clears> you on here, so
1: you yeah, know, when I, I when I saw him. the article, I was like, <clears throat> I that former. <laughs> when I saw the article, I was like, former OHL player now is banned for whatever on junior C. I'm like, oh, who's this guy? I'm like, hey, <laughs> 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 hey, wait a minute.
2: <laughs> no, you know what? Uh, I really appreciate you guys bringing me on. You guys are doing a great job, and. It was nice meeting you and, and Chris. It's awesome to see you again, buddy. Yeah. I'm Glad you're doing so well, and uh, um, you know, anything you guys ever need in the future, just let me know. And uh, um, you know, best of luck to you guys, and thanks so much. Yeah. No, thank yeah, you. Thank
1: you.
0: Yeah. Best of luck with uh, with your hockey case, there. Hopefully, it's, uh,
2: hopefully it. Hopefully, all I'll ends
1: be, up. I'll be I'll uh, be I'll be one of your surprise witnesses. <laughs>
2: Right on. If I hear something, I'll uh, text a message to you guys and let you know. Beautiful.
0: All right, beautiful. All right. All well, right. again, thanks, Garrett. Thank thanks, you, Kelly, Kelly, for coming on. Um, Chris, shut her down.
1: Shut her down. Yeah. Until next week, folks. Be safe. Be kind. Till next week. See ya. Right, bye, everybody.